Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Freedom Entrepreneur Podcast, the ultimate destination for all you freedom seekers out there who are yearning to break free from the chains of a traditional job and create an online business that allows you to live life on your terms. Get ready to unlock the secrets of online business, digital marketing, and be inspired by incredible interviews with those who are already living the dream. And now, please join us in welcoming your host, Lindsay Sutherland, a high-performance business consultant and a true advocate of the laptop lifestyle. Hello, Freedom Seekers. Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Entrepreneur Podcast. All right, you are tuning in to a business training episode, and I'm here to teach you how to generate more profit in your business. This is for business owners who already have a business and need to be or would like to be more profitable. And believe it or not, there's a lot of businesses that have a lot of income, but don't have a lot of profit. So there's a difference, right? Income is how much money is coming into your business. Profit is how much you get to keep. So I really want to help you if you are you're in a good place, you've got clients, you've got things cooking, but you're just finding at the end of the month, you know, you're still a little bit squeezy in the finances and you're looking for a little buffer. These steps are going to get you the boost that you're looking for. Last Thursday, we talked about strategy number one, and today we're talking about strategy number two. Now, in this PDF, which you can get, by the way, um, right now, if you head over to lindsaysutherland.com, and or click the link in the description. So on on uh, step number two and on each of the steps, we have an assessment. So there's uh, three to five questions for each step. If you answer yes to two or more of those questions, then you know it's time to take that step in your business. So this is the, the I'm going to go over the questions for step two, and then I'm going to backtrack and explain them to help give more context. And then we'll move into kind of the nuts and bolts of that. Okay, so number one is your upsell. So the number two, by the way, the step number two is called bundling. If you don't know what bundling is, that's basically where you're putting two or more products together to create a unique offer. We've talked about a power offer on the podcast too. So, you know, that could be essentially the same thing. So here's the questions. Is your upsell process lacking consistency? Number two, do you feel like your prospects are always shopping you by price, not value? Number three, your average order is one to two products, assuming your business sells 10 or more. Number four, do you have consistent orders with the same products added to cart? Okay, so let's review these. So for example, is your upsell process lacking consistency? You know, one of the things that I see a lot of times, especially with coaches and service-based business owners, is they have upsells in mind, but they rarely or inconsistently offer them. And so for example, let's say you're a health coach or a holistic practitioner you may feel obligated to offer your client the lowest income level to work with you, right? Because see, this is the mindset that we come into it with sometimes is we're like, okay, we've talked to these people. We don't want to ask for the most. If that's happening, or if you are finding that you are not offering your upsell 100% of the time when it makes sense to that client, right? We're, We're talking about a situation where the offer is applicable to the client, not just offering them for the sake of offering them, right? We want to be sure to be relevant. But if you're not doing it consistently, 
you really could consider a bundle because, and I'll tell you what the psychology is of the bundle here in just a moment, but you'll see that it can actually help you sell more and sell easier. Number two is, do you feel like your prospects are always shopping you by by price and not value? This is where people get stuck the most is they go, okay, well, my competition is selling at this price. And so I need to be competitive at this price. And if people aren't buying, then my price is too high. Or if people aren't buying, something's wrong. Well, that is not the case. Um, The fact of the matter is, if you are being shopped by price, that's because you are giving your prospects a shopping list. That's what we would call it in the car business. In fact, it's one of the reasons why in most cases, if you call a car dealership, you'll rarely get an accurate price right off the bat. That they'll, I mean, the price of the car is there, but the payments and all the, the details, you have to come in because what they don't want to do is give you a shopping price, a shopping list. So you could take it to another dealership who'll beat you, beat it by a hundred bucks or 200 bucks and sell you the car. If you're doing that, or if you're in that position where you're in a very competitive marketplace, bundling is a solution. And because the reason for that is it makes it much harder to shop you on price. In fact, you could be shopped much higher on value. And then what's happening is all of your competitors are shopping you or price focused, not value focused. And when you get the right client, they're going to pay you the right price because of the value you're offering. That's the the science behind the bundle. Number three is your average order is one to two products, assuming your business sells 10 or more. Okay, well, for coaches, this may not make sense, right? Because if you're you're selling one to two products, you're probably a coach or uh, maybe a freelancer. You focus on one thing, websites or whatnot. If you can add a few more products or create a power offer, and I'm going to teach you how to do that just briefly in this episode, um, you'll understand that it adds value. And a lot of times it doesn't have to be like big value, big products. So for example, uh, let's say you're selling an e-commerce package. I'm going to use one of my clients as an example. So she sells, her name, her name's Kaylee and she's got, her company is called DapperDarling.com. I encourage you to check it out. It's especially for sentimental moms who want to capture their children. She does these handcrafted silhouettes and they're just gorgeous. Like her whole brand is beautiful. The products she offers are top line. I love working with her. And, and listen, she has multiple products. She has more than 10. But um, she was finding that a lot of her orders were singular, singular products, either just the silhouette order or just the charm order. Not often were they a combination. Um, so we put together a bundle that was inclusive of the full necklace, the jewelry, the the charm, the silhouette, hand-drawn silhouette illustration, the charm, and the necklace. So by doing that, we've increased her price per order, her checkout. And it's also adding value to the consumer because they are already shopping for these things. So they're interested. It just makes it easier for them to check out, right? So if you have a business where you have multiple products, putting them together, which kind of ties into the last question, do you have consistent orders with the same products added to cart, right? Because if somebody's ordering a charm, it makes sense that if they don't have a necklace to put it on, they're going to get that too, right? So those are the things to think about in your business. Like where are people already kind of bundling and can you make it easy for them? The other reason why this works really well is because I'm going to continue using DapperDarling.com as an example. So if you were to shop 
their product, you're going to find other charm makers who do similar stuff who charge a lot more without the bundle. So for example, just the charm in some cases is equivalent to what she's charging for the full um, full bundle or nearly that. Now, and we've done plenty of market research. Her, She's not undercharging. She is charging a fair price, but there are some people who are charging more. And then of course, there are some people who are charging less, but they're not offering jewelry. They're just charging less for the silhouette itself. Now, obviously hers are different. There's always differences and that's what's the beauty of, of a business, right? You always have some creativity. The fact of the matter though, is by putting all of that together, it makes it very hard to shop because nobody else in that space is offering a bundle like that, which includes the silhouette, that includes the charm and the necklace. And that makes it very hard to price shop if they were gonna do a competitor research. And in fact, if they go to do competitor shopping, they're going to see that it's such an incredible value because these other charm manufacturers are pricing at or above what her bundle is just for the charm. So it adds even more value to what she's offering in the bundle. Does that make sense? So when you're pricing, if you're not offering a bundle or an upsell consistently, and now let's go back to number one for those of you who are like coaches. So is your upsell process lacking consistency? And maybe you're just offering your standard option. Well, when you create a crafty power offer, we'll call it a power offer, where you combine multiple things, it makes it a no-brainer offer for your client. It makes it easier for them to say yes, because it's like, wow, 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 right? You wow them to the point where they're so excited, they don't even want to shop you. They don't even want to think about it. They're like, I can't even imagine why I would say no. So let me give you another example here. Um, My Here's an example, my business acceleration program. So I've created a power offer with this. So not only does it include a year's worth of business coaching, it includes a financial training course that is the equivalent to getting like a four-year degree in finances for a small business. And it includes a membership with a community of like-minded entrepreneurs to help scale. So it's like a trifecta because you have all of the three things and you get full access to me to help you with your marketing. So it's like having a fractional CMO, fractional chief marketing officer, a business coach, a financial trainer, all in one for a full year, and you can make payments. Like the, the, the way it's put together is if you were to go hire somebody who's going to do your marketing and hire a business consultant and hire do the financial course, you would probably pay, I would estimate like six to seven times what I'm charging. And that makes it a no-brainer offer. That makes it an easy yes, because at the end of the day, you can see the value. Now, that's how as a coach, you can scale your business is by creating bundles that pull in various different things beyond your skill set. So for example, with my financial training class, this is a class that is written and created by financial educators, right? Like it's a course I've taken, I'm certified in it, but it's not even something I've invested my time in making. I'm able to add it to my customer and to my product through the system that I have created. So if you can get creative and you can partner up with somebody else to offer value that aligns with the product, remember, you want it to be relevant to what you're offering. 
that you can create a power offer that is like a joint venture where you've partnered up with somebody, maybe you're an affiliate for something, doesn't matter how you work it, but you create an offer that it goes beyond your skill set just alone. It incorporates it and adds more to it. That's the way to really, really get the most out of a bundle. And this is something that a lot of times people really struggle with because they feel like I'm giving them these ideas and their brain's just exploding at this point. They're like, I don't even know how to go. Where would I, what would I do? Let me tell you the best way you can get started. Ask yourself, what problems do my clients have that I can solve? Then, even if you personally can't solve it, who do you know that could help you? And can you make a partnership to put this together? Does that make sense? Now, in the PDF, the five steps to higher profits, I talk about bundling and I give you another example. So I say here, bundling is simply the process of combining products to create a unique offer. The benefit of bundling is that it decommoditizes your business. It increases your average dollar per sale and sets you apart from the competition. Plus, it creates a more pleasing buying experience for your client. Whether you are a service-based business, a product-based business, or a combination of the two, you can implement bundling to increase profitability. For instance, while collaborating with a skilled arborist specializing in hazardous tree removal from a wooded area, this was here locally in Idaho, they faced tough competition from underbidding rivals, lacking proper insurance and equipment. So to counter this, I recommended bundling services unique to them which I believe would be a game changer. So see below. So in the PDF, you can see I made a comparison chart of exactly what we had talked about. Now, what was really cool is this this particular business already, and this is what I wanted to impress upon you, you're already most likely adding value. You're just not highlighting it and articulating it in a bundle or a power offer to make it obvious to the consumer. So for example, the listed features on this comparison chart were inherent to the existing process. By showcasing them as a bundled service, their offering evolved beyond mere tree removal. This approach facilitated job sales as customers appreciated the added value of landscaping care. The inclusion of, okay, so let me tell you, I'm going into the details. So basically these people will go in and they remove hard to get two trees off of properties that are, and these trees are usually in a dangerous place, right? So people want these trees removed. Now, there are jack of all trades, you could say, who will just come in with the chainsaw We could, and, and they just get the tree down. They don't necessarily take the time to make sure that it's safe and that it's done properly, that doesn't cause damage to other buildings and such on the property or other trees even for that matter. Also, they don't necessarily, the competition doesn't always take time to take care and make sure that they're um, not damaging the landscaping. So this is a big concern for homeowners. Oftentimes these trees are behind an area that is pristine landscaping, like near the house. This company, they're taking all this extra time and, and caution to ensure that they don't damage shrubbery and rocks, things like that. Um, they do the best that they can. And they're already doing it. The other thing here is that people will stand around to watch their tree fall and it's not very safe. So these guys started videoing the trees falling mainly for their social media. So they're all, again, it's something they're already doing. Um, Now, let me tell you about the power offer we suggested. So what I said is I said, let's, let's put it like this. Prepare area for safe removal. Check. Remove the tree. Check. 
Prepare the nearby landscaping to reduce damage. Check. Create a video reel for client of the tree falling. Check. Remove unwanted limbs and stumps as per client's request. Some, sometimes the client wants that. Sometimes they want to use it for firewood. Check. Now, then next to that was the value that each one of those things offers. And at the on the right side, the competition. The competition isn't preparing the nearby landscaping to reduce damage. They're not offering to remove the unwanted limbs. And they're not creating a reel. The only thing they're doing is they're basically coming in and they're removing the tree. Now, when you have a comparison chart like that and you show that value to the consumer, when they get their price from, well, I called it Bob's Tree Service because I wanted to keep the uh, company's anonymity. They, I didn't get their permission to share. So I, uh, so when they pitch their product, their price, and let's say the homeowner gets another prize from Handyman or somebody like that who just feels like they can come in and with the chainsaw and cut the tree, <clears throat> the other guy will be cheaper. But the other guy didn't mention any of these other things. And if those things are seriously concerns to the homeowner, which most are, um, well, I guarantee you they're going to go with Bob's Tree Service. On top of that, which I didn't add it here, they could have added bonded and insured. Check. Right? That's a huge one. So you get the gist, right? You're doing a lot of the things that you you already can offer in your in your power bundle. It's just a matter of articulating that in a landing page, in your messaging, in your sales conversation, etc. Okay, so I hope that step was helpful. When you start bundling, you're going to sell more and you're going to you're going to sell more and you're going to make more money per sale. That's the goal and that's a way to increase profit without generating uh, or spending dollars in marketing. Okay, my friends, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to get your copy of this PDF 5 steps to increase profit in your business without increasing marketing spend. Until next time, stay motivated, stay focused, and remember that the power to create the life that you want is already within you. I'm Lindsay Sutherland, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Freedom Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode of the Freedom Entrepreneur Podcast, make sure to subscribe, leave us a review, and share the podcast with your fellow freedom seekers. Together, we'll inspire and empower countless individuals to live life on their own terms.